Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, podcast 349. I did manage to get quite a bit of help for bills, so I got the important bill paid, and I did have enough to pick up Cyberpunk 2077, which has been my most wanted game for pretty much quite a while. I was familiar with and played just a little tiny bit of the role-playing game it's based on uh, way back in the mid to late 80s, so I was a bit familiar Uh, with what the game would be in advance. So this time I have quite a bit of rambling. I've played about, I think, 15 hours uh, so far. So hopefully you'll enjoy the show. First off, you might hear people describing this as a role-playing shooter, but it is definitely much heavier into the role-playing side of things as opposed to a role-playing shooter which might have shooting uh, sort of at the foremost. If you are familiar with both of these, think about it being a lot closer to something like Dos Ex than something like Mass Effect. One of the biggest reasons I got the graphics card I got in my laptop was to have the ray tracing effects in new games like this, as well as upcoming titles. Ray tracing and DLSS on auto looks really great, although after I'd played about six hours, I did do a little bit more uh, looking around and see just what exactly ray tracing affected and how much it impacted my frame rates. With it on, it ranged between 30 and 40 FPS, whereas turning it off, it pretty much doubled it to about 70 to 80 FPS. I put up a video comparison on my YouTube page, but really the greatest difference is in the reflection quality on surfaces. And with it on, you can see things like people moving around corners due to reflections in windows or mirror-like surfaces on many of the buildings. And with it turned off, the characters don't have any reflections at all, and the sort of world slash surrounding buildings and such are just rendered in kind of blobs on the sides. They aren't really reflected at all either. So while it looks really great in uh, some scenes that have that, I'm not sure it's worth cutting down your FPS in half overall because I don't know how useful that sort of immersion slash early warning about people coming around the corner would actually be necessary compared to, you know, just overall faster frame rates and higher stability. Now, I was talking to somebody in chat today, and they said really them changing their settings made no impact at all. However, they were on a much more powerful system than mine. They were on a desktop system within RTX 3070, whereas I'm on my laptop with a 2060. So I'm pretty much the minimum you would want to have to even try and run it uh, with RTX on. But he said really there was no FPS hit for him at all turning it on or off. So if you're on a desktop with a 
probably 3060 card at 1080 resolution or you're at higher resolution like 1440 and you've got a 3070 like he had then you're probably just fine leaving it on but you might want to check your frame rates uh, and compare on to off of course i don't have a amd based card to test this in but i've heard their fps hit and ray tracing is really horrible and you do not want to use it at all so really this only applies to nvidia people on newer cards so sorry for that long rambly bit for probably the majority of you who are not in that situation. One thing I did find weird when I had ray tracing on was that your main character isn't reflected at all. Of course you're not reflected with it off either. You'll pretty much only see yourself ever if you go to a mirror. I think that has something to do with how it's first person and so the engine isn't actually rendering you and so there's nothing to reflect. Just an odd side note that if you do turn ray tracing on and you walk by a mirrored surface and you don't see yourself, uh, don't be surprised. I did spend about 30 minutes in the character creator checking out the various choices, but being first person, I knew it was fairly pointless as I'd almost never see myself. That being said, I also didn't spend too much time on it because my character looked really rough regardless of the choices. It's kind of like this person was malnutrition most of their life or they've been living really rough all of their skin and bone structure kind of was not the greatest and at least for my choices I couldn't come out looking like a model which is odd because in the role-playing game you absolutely can do that I did choose street kid so I don't know if that background affects the choices you get in sort of your skin and bone structure I haven't checked out any other uh, videos or started a second game to see if there were any differences. But I was just not uh, super thrilled with the quality uh, and options of how my character would look. Character creation in terms of skills and attributes does get really incredibly deep. You can build pretty much however you want. There aren't predefined classes. There are five attributes. And these cannot be changed through respec. So be very, very careful how you spec your character. I have heard you will get an additional 50 points beyond what you start with. So if you want to plan, you know, as deeply as figuring that out in advance, uh, there's apparently how much you'll get for that. But each attribute has two or three skills attached to them. As an example, the cool attribute affects things like critical chance, and I think critical damage, and within cool is the stealth and cold-blooded skill lines. And so within each of those skill lines are a bunch of perks you can pick uh, as you level up and get perk points. These perk points can be respect, but they are uh, very pricey to respect them. I've heard mention it's 100,000 uh, of the money to respec your character. And each of these perks will have a certain uh, overall attribute requirement for it. So as soon as you start the game and get into a place where you can look at your character and look through all of the different skill trees and all of the different perks you can get, you might want to spend some time uh, sort of figuring out a rough build. In addition to these, it gets even a little bit more complicated. 
Each skill has its own sort of passive line that as you do various things, uh, these passive lines will level up. Like as example, I will typically sort of sneak around and then take out some people from stealth and I'll sort of attack a few number of guys with blade. If there's only like two or three guys, I'll, I'll just go crazy with a katana. And then if there are more guys, I'll usually sort of back out and be a little bit more cautious and whittle them down with a pistol. And so doing these things, the blade and the pistol are both under, I believe, athletics. So those skill lines will passively level up. Stealth, as I think I mentioned, is under cool, so that will passively level up the stealth tree. And as you passively level these things up, it doesn't matter what your attribute is, the passive line will always level up. As the passive level increases, you'll get sort of benefits uh, that are also passive, as well as sometimes getting perk points. Like I think one of the early athletics ones I unlocked, I think it was athletics uh, passive rank 2, I got something like 20 extra carrying capacity for my character just unlocked. So there's all kinds of ways you can level up your character. If you're not sure, you know, what you want to spend points in attributes and what perks you want to unlock at first I say just go ahead and play for a while and then you'll see sort of what lines are getting passively increased based on how you play and you could easily use that as a guide for where you might want to actually spend points and put perks. Once you get into the game there is a pretty crazy screenshot slash photo mode I don't know if this exists on console it might be uh, PC only. But if you are on PC and playing, you might want to check it out. If you haven't, the default button is N, and then it just goes crazy with all kinds of options. You can rotate your character, you can rotate the camera, you can zoom in, you can zoom out, you can change all kinds of special effects for lighting, you can add explosions or change their pose. It's just insane. It's pretty cool to make some desktop wallpapers with. Combat is pretty good. As I mentioned though, it is definitely RPG style. You'll have to get uh, several headshots to kill somebody or a ton of body shots. It's not like a shooter where you can line up, you know, the perfect sniper shot and then one shot somebody. That's not going to happen, at least not from what I've seen. Maybe uh, later on, once you unlock a bunch of perks, you could do that. But certainly at the start of the game, it's very bullet spongy in a way, sort of. Uh, not terribly bad. Uh, at least not a normal. I hear turning it up on higher difficulties, they get more bullet spongy. But if you're looking for something that's like a solid hardcore shooter where it's like you shoot somebody in the leg, they go, oh, and bend over, and then you shoot them in the head and they're dead, that's not going to happen here from what I can see. It's very definitely shoot, 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 and then they're dead. However, you don't have to go into combat uh, all the time from what I've seen. I have done areas that I've gone through and I've just done stealth takedowns you know you grab them and you knock them out or you grab them and then you kill them and then you sneak to the next guy there's also hacking so you can do various hacking things i haven't really gotten into it but there's ways to blind people or stun people or make them attack their friends so if you're not good at combat or don't want to do combat yourself there are plenty of other options if you want to build uh, that direction a couple of general tips uh, i would say one is I've gotten kind of okay at driving a bike. Uh, I'm pretty bad at driving a car. 
So my tip for that is if you're on a mouse and keyboard, sort of tap the accelerator key. Don't hold it down unless you're on a total straightaway that's completely clear. You just sort of tap it, tap, tap it. And that sort of balances it out to a certain speed. Like if you tap faster, it'll go to a higher speed. If you tap slower, it'll sort of be at a slower pace. It won't be like fully pressing the pedal. And it sort of simulates uh, an analog stick, I guess. My second big tip is if you are in a conversation, kind of take your hand away from the keyboard uh, so you don't accidentally press anything. Right now, hopefully they'll change this in the future. C is the default for crouching as well as skipping ahead in conversations. So early in the game, I would be like in a conversation, then there'd be something dangerous happening and I'd want to crouch. But crouching just skipped the conversation. So it's kind of like you're in combat or you're not in combat. So if you're not in combat and you're talking to somebody, um, you know, kind of just take your hand away from it until you get a conversation option and you press, you know, F to continue. A third really important tip I can think of is be very, very careful when you are disassembling or selling items. There isn't any way to lock uh, the gear from you're accidentally doing that. So you could very easily uh, sell something or deconstruct something and then it's gone. There's no like undo feature. And while 99% of the time that won't matter, especially since it gives you a warning that you're trying to uh, sell or deconstruct something that you're equipped with, uh, it is very possible that once you're carrying around, you know, three, four, more than four special things you want to keep you know, for later that you're not currently equipped with, you could very easily uh, deconstruct or sell them. So be pretty careful with that. I guess my last uh, tip is take it kind of slow. It's far more a role-playing game than anything else. I find it uh, much more enjoyable if I'm not rushing. Even though the main quest line kind of makes it feel like you need to rush, there's a lot of times where you actually don't. So just take it a little slower than you think you might need to. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, you know, don't rush through it. Don't feel like, you know, you just got three calls and there are three jobs and you have to rush and do them all. You know, just pick one, go through it, finish it, and then move on to the next one. You know, you don't have to try and do everything all at once. That's really all my tips uh, I can think of and stuff to ramble about. Of course, the graphics are pretty amazing. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm on a newer laptop, uh, but it's only got a 2060 uh, mobile chip. And like I said, I'm running, uh, from what I've checked, at typically 70 to 80 FPS at uh, 1080 resolution. I think on higher settings. So it looks really good and runs uh, really well. I don't know if it would run great on older hardware. Uh, if you have maybe, I think, an NVIDIA GTX 1060, I think that's kind of the minimum, they say. It should be okay for that at 1080. But I don't know if I'd recommend it for anything uh, older than that. The music does sound uh, really good. It's really sparse, though. I almost never hear music unless I'm in combat or I'm in a vehicle. And that's because, you know, it's running the vehicle radio, which has, you know, many stations, as vehicle radios typically do. But from what I've heard, you know, the music is great. I got a version on GOG. I don't know if all versions come with this, but I got... Uh, the soundtrack unlocked for free. So that has two music CDs worth of music, which I haven't listened to yet. 
So there's a ton of music and it all sounds really good. That's all I can really uh, think of to talk about for it. I don't know if it helps, but there it is. From the newsroom. There's only a little bit of news this time. Legends of Runeterra has a brand new expansion which launched on Wednesday. I'm recording this on Wednesday, so I only got to check it out for about an hour or so before I started recording. There's this new card style, which I guess gives your cards different kind of borders. I never understood why you would want such a thing, because it's like, you know, that pretty much tells your opponent, hey, this is a really important card to me. It's key to my strategy. That always seemed really counterproductive to me, so I don't know why you would want to do that. There are three new champions. I really like one of them. I d I'm not familiar with Riven, but she seems uh, pretty cool. I've made a, a deck around her, and she's pretty fun. I don't know uh, who the other two are yet. They must be in regions I don't really play. But it's always cool to see new champions come out. There's, of course, new boards, new card backs. There's a pretty cute little uh, cat that is mostly cybernetic. He's super cute, but kind of scary <laughs> at the same time. And of course, there's a new uh, ranked season to go along with it. As always, pretty much everything is pretty easy to get, uh, even though you're playing for free. Uh, I've played quite a bit at the start of the game, so I still have like, you know, 20,000 um, whatever they call the things uh, to build cards with. So pretty much when something like this comes out, I'm just like, boom, and it's like I have all the cool things I want. So it's really easy to uh, play if you're playing as a free-to-play player. And you get uh, access to all the new things, uh, unless, you know, you're looking at a board or something cosmetic. So if you are into it, uh, you may as well check it out. And hopefully there's some cool new stuff uh, for you to play with. Ahoy there, and welcome to the treasure chest. We gather to thank those who surrendered booty to the rabbit. I'm sure we can all agree we love a little booty now and then. Ha ha ha. The following be all the rapscallions that donated their booty. We do be thanking Blake J. For the most huge generous donation. Three cheers for donations. Hip hip. Arr. Hip hip. Arr. Hip hip. Arr. So that's it for this podcast. Like I mentioned, I got a pretty huge uh, donation, so that got the most important bill taken care of. It got Cyberpunk uh, taken care of. And then in a big surprise, Dad sent cash and more than usual. So I also picked up uh, two items on sale, which were something like half off or more than half off. So in the future, I will probably talk about 
Star Wars Fallen Order, uh, and or Doom Eternal. So those are uh, things to look forward to. Life has been uh, pretty terrible because it's getting to be winter and most everything is still closed uh, almost all the time. Around here it doesn't get uh, super cold, but I would say between night and the peak of the day it's probably between uh, 30 and uh, 55 Fahrenheit. So I'm pretty cold uh, most of the time. You know, I don't have anywhere to just go in and warm up and then go back out to being cold because everything's closed. But now I guess they are starting to uh, vaccinate people. So hopefully uh, that will uh, swing up into production pretty quickly. And in a few months, uh, maybe things will go back to normal. It's probably going to be closer to six, I would guess, for things to really be getting back to normal. Hopefully less... Uh, you know, I'll always cross my fingers for less. But hopefully, uh, you know, I can continue to be healthy enough uh, and hang on long enough until things do. And I'll probably talk about uh, one of those two games uh, next time. But that won't be uh, until next year, because the next podcast is in three weeks. So hopefully everybody out there will have a uh, super good Christmas and New Year's time. And this year especially... You know, uh, stay safe, uh, be super extra careful, even though uh, the vaccine's coming out and there's drugs to help people get better. You know, we still got to be uh, really careful for, I'd guess, probably three months at least, uh, being pretty careful like we have been. So try to hang on, uh, you know, be careful, and hopefully we'll make it through. And hopefully we'll see everybody next time. Key things, bye. has been my most anticipated just an odd side note that if you do return that if you do return that if you do return you have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings if you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbits ramblings dot html when you type rabbits ramblings don't use the space if you would like to send me an email you can do so at rabbit at rabbit dot com if you like my page you can also post on facebook at rabbit dot com you can follow me on youtube at rabbit dot com i have a page on patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B, number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons 
Attribution Non-Derivatives License, 2020.